Hey guys, welcome back to Who Hurt You. I seriously love that we get to hang out right before the weekend because everyone's always in a better mood when they know they're about to have a few days off from work and just life's bullshit in general. I want to say I'm sorry for any audio issues that we might have this week. I'm having issues with the hosting site at the moment, so just bear with me. Hopefully everything will be resolved by next week. I just had my ice cream and I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm hoping we make it through this together. Those of you who feel my pain, you know how it goes. I took my lactose pill though, so we should be good. We should be in the clear. This past week has been super quiet. My siblings went out to stay with my family in Pittsburgh for the week, so I've pretty much had the house to myself and it's peaceful, but also boring. Through everything that's been going on right now, I am so thankful that I do have my family and that I've been able to spend this time with them because first off, they love me and they are really entertaining. Being with six humans in a house of different ages all the time, plus two dogs, it is <laughs> gets quite interesting. I filled you guys in that my little brother was on a vacation with his friends down the Jersey Shore last week. Oh my God. Well... He came home and the first thing he says to me is, I pulled two girls Snapchats on the boardwalk. <clears throat> Excuse me? Pulled. He pulled two girls Snapchats. What? Who are you, kid? He's like going on and on about it. And I'm just like, well, what about your friends? Did they pull girls too? And he goes, nah, just me and one of my friends. The girls didn't go up to anyone else. I, I, I'm i kind of speechless on this one. First, he's ghosting girls. Now he's pulling, pulling Snapchats left and right. My brother's going to be a player, but like, hopefully, hopefully the good kind, because between me and my other two sisters, he's not going to get away with acting like an asshole to girls. There's no way we're going to stand for any of that. He got home and then my family from Pittsburgh got in and they stayed with us for the weekend. We probably haven't seen them since I think Christmas with everything going on. I know for sure I haven't seen my mom that lives out there. It's insane. The only time I saw my grandparents that live in Jersey, I like sat outside more, way more than six feet from them. They sat on their porch and hung out for a little bit. But other than that, I really haven't seen any of them because since they're so susceptible to it, I'm really trying to stay away, which is really sad, but that's what phones and FaceTime's for. We pretty much, though, with my Pittsburgh fam, we just hung around the pool, caught up on this thing called life since, you know, no one is able to get together anytime anymore. Saturday night, we ended up bringing out the alcoholic slushy drinks my mom picks up from time to time from this place by her work. She'll bring them home like Friday after work and we'll put them in the freezer until we're ready for them. And me and my parents have been doing this like occasionally, but my dad was like, yeah, like definitely bring some home for the weekend. Everyone can have one. It'll be fun. So Saturday was the day we were ready for them. We're at a table by the pool and later on, I guess the kids got bored inside playing whatever video games or watching whatever TV show. So they started coming outside to hang out. And every time I would get up to go get something from inside, my little brother would stand by the edge of the pool with his arms out and be like, careful, there's a pool here. We don't want you to fall in. <laughs> I feel like he would have pushed me in if he was a little bit older and stronger or like if I wasn't drinking and he knew it. <laughs> so... Hey, at least I have a 13-year-old watching out for me all the time. I also got to see one of my best friends that lives down south. 
she was home for the weekend so our group of friends went to brunch i really will never get over this whole wearing masks to go out any like anywhere thing if i'm not in my car i forget to grab a mask before going somewhere like i always have one in my purse or in the console of my car because I'm prepared. But if I just go to grab my wallet and I'm getting into someone else's car, I 99% of the time forget that I need to bring a mask because it's still just not, it just doesn't sit in my brain. Like you're going to be around other humans. You need to bring a mask. I always find one. Like I won't get out of the car if I don't have one, but it's just not something I think about. And I don't really know if it's ever going to be ingrained in my memory to do that. So also... I have watched two movies that my uncle recommended for me this past week, which is great because I used to be so into movies and I feel like I never have time for them. But with quarantine, there's plenty of time, even though I know we're not technically in quarantine anymore, but like still you're supposed to not be doing a ton of stuff or seeing people. So here I am watching movies. So I watched Bohemian Rhapsody and Joker, both great movies, but also they're both really sad in their own ways. They both have main characters that are so alone in this world. Like you have Freddy in Bohemian Rhapsody, who is just has an extreme amount of wealth, but no one to really share it with in his life. And he's just so depressed and miserable. And then you have the Joker who has this mental illness and is living in extreme poverty and also doesn't have anyone watching out for him. They both have diseases that aren't in their control. Joker was extremely disturbing to watch, in my opinion. Both of my younger siblings watched it, and I'm just like, I don't I don't know how they got through it. But it does put you in that headspace of a person who may have lived a normal life if they hadn't been put through so many horrible circumstances throughout their childhood into their adulthood life. I highly recommend watching both of them. They definitely make you think and maybe even help you see more clearly that you really don't know what someone's going through and that if you were just maybe a little bit nicer to people sometimes, maybe even by simply smiling at someone, you could change the mood of their day or their state of mind. You could give them hope. You could give them clarity. I think it's just really important to realize that the exterior of a person isn't what makes them up. And you being an outsider we'll never fully know the depth of what that person is going through. So it's worth a watch. It definitely makes you think a lot. And if you have the time, they're both really entertaining. One thing I did notice in both movies, though, was the crowds. In Bohemian Rhapsody, they showed the Live Aid concert and the massive amounts of people that were there. Like There were millions upon millions of people watching this concert. I can't see a crowd like that now. And think anything but of the potential spread of a disease, which is crazy to me. It's insane. COVID has totally changed the way we think. Because before this, I wouldn't think twice about going to a concert and being packed onto the floor like sardines. I've done it before. I told you the Taylor Swift story concert. Like, I've been packed like a sardine, unable to move. And even tailgates. I've gone into Penn State football games where I literally could not breathe from being pushed so much. Like, my claustrophobia set in so bad. But now I'm like seeing these crowds saying that looks dangerous, probably not a smart move. And I don't know if that's, I really hope that's not how I see things in the future. And that once we get past all this, same with in Joker, they showed a few scenes on crowded subway cars. 
the people are stacked on top of each other and like pushing through one another to get out of the car. And I'm sure that's what it looks like in New York City every day. Same with DC, same with Philly. I can't picture myself on public transportation right now, which is again insane. It wasn't too long ago I was on the subway in Philly to get to tailgates or to a game or to a concert or something because it's just easier to do it that way. So craziness. Uh, This 2020 is such a game changer in so many ways. I ended my weekend going to the beach with one of my best guy friends. We have been friends since junior year of high school, I want to say, somewhere in there. We're like best friends. He's just been inducted into the girl gang since then. He's always with us. Whenever he was around and all my girlfriends were around, they'd all come to my apartment. Like he'd help take care of us. (laughs) Thankfully, very thankful for him. And we just have a good time. Like all my friends, he's friends with everybody. So he and I used to work together. That's how we became such good friends. You know, spending 14 hours in a pizza shop together on Sundays will really bond you, let me tell you. (laughs) there's not really a way to get out of it. There's only so many walls, so many places to go. This weekend, just he and I went down to the shore. Our other friends weren't able to make it. And I swear, if you are a female hanging out with a male by yourselves, the assumption that you're an item is always there. We're going to talk about platonic friendships this week. Some people don't think they can exist without some type of feelings. And others are like, shut the hell up. Yes, they can. These guys are literally my brothers. And if I touched them like that, it would basically be incest. If I classify someone as one of my best guy friends, I'm on the same page as they're my brother, like my little brother, like, but my age or older. And I would never and have never hooked up with them because again, they are my brother and I'm not about, I'm not absolutely not about that incest lifestyle. That's for sure. From a female perspective, I'll just say, having a guy friend like this that you can hang out with by yourselves and then the people assuming that you're an item I'll just say it's annoying with a capital a you can't go anywhere without people assuming that you're with that guy I'll give you an example I'll probably give you a couple examples to be honest with you one night I went out with one of my guy friends that I went to college with and we're in Philly at a bar just hanging out having a good time one of my really close friends also from college, but who doesn't know the friend that I was hanging out with is also at the bar somewhere. So I dragged my guy friend around to find my college friend. And finally we find her and my friend goes to the bathroom immediately after he leaves. She's like, oh my gosh, are you with him? I'm like, no, that's my friend from college. Have you never met him before? He's usually like, he's around often. And she's like, oh no, I don't think I have my bed. This happened to me and my friend and I literally had a conversation with her for like five minutes. We weren't acting coupley by any means, but this was just the automatic judgment that was perceived by an outside source. And that's the standard judgment. I know one time back in college, I used to TA with a bunch of people, but a couple of them, like they were guys and I was pretty close with like all of the TAs, but I held office hours the same time as one of the guys I was in my section that I TA'd with. And back then, if you went to Penn State, you know, Ron Johnson, that's what I'm going to call him because I works for him and he's a great guy, but I would work with him. And in this course, it was about a thousand person class 
Management 301. And there's three TAs in the section. And you literally have to walk up and down the aisles in the sections to see if people are on their phones or if they have double clickers or anything like that. And then we would do grading for his class. And we would also hold office hours for students. So me and my one friend had office hours at the same time. And we would just like joke around, mess around all the time. And then I was friends with some of his friends and he was friends with some of my friends. So we were just like really close. But my sorority would be like, oh my God, TA, blah, blah, is so hot. Like, are you guys a thing? Are you going to date? And I'd be like, no, like that's disgusting. If you want me to set you up with him, like I'll try. But I am never, ever, ever, ever dating this kid. Sorry. Like that's not a thing. And he was like my best guy friend during college. So I had a formal and I brought him as my formal date because I'd rather bring someone I know than be like pawed at all night when I didn't feel like it. So I brought him with me and all the girls are like freaking out. Little did they know when he and I went to the bar with all of our friends, I lost him somewhere. God knows where because he was doing his own thing and I was doing my own thing because we're not an item. And I'm pretty sure he left the bar with a different girl that night. So no, I would not date my friends in that way. Another time I went to Morgan's Pier to meet up with some friends and I already had invited my friends from home to come out with me. But the only one who was free was my guy friend. So of course I'm like, yeah, come with me. I'm not going to tell him not to come just because it's only him. I'm like, you've met some of the people that are here. Like you've met some of these people before. It's going to be fine. We get there and my friend's chatting with some of my friends that he already knows. And I kid you not, within five minutes of being there, Three different guys I'm also friends with came up to me and were like, are you two together? No, we're not. Just because I showed up with a guy doesn't mean I'm with him. Like, why is that the first thing that runs through your mind? But also mind your own business. So what? This is probably the most frustrating part of having male friends. It's just so, it's annoying. Very annoying. There's also the jealousy factor that you have to be careful about. A lot of guys or girls can get jealous when their boyfriend or girlfriend has a good friend of the opposite sex that they hang out with or they text or Snapchat or whatever it is. It's normal to be a little bit jealous. That's just part of human nature, but you have to know when to let it go. There's definitely times when it can be a huge red flag that these two people are so-called quote-unquote friends And that's where trust issues start coming into play. And I understand that. If your girl or guy is introducing you to these friends that they hang out with or talk to, then you're most likely in the clear. That's how I would see it. If they're willing to put me in front of them, then I don't see an issue. And like the girls are nice and everything else. Like that's not a problem. I can't speak for everyone because some people are just shady, but if you're hanging out with the people who your significant other or person you're talking to is friends with, that's a good sign. You should be happy about that and you should like make an effort to get them to like you or to be your real self around them and not be fake or just nasty so that they go back to their friends and be like, oh my God, she's such a bitch. I didn't like her at all. Like you don't want to do that. You want them to like you. That's my opinion. I, for one, would not be bringing my boyfriend around to hang out with guys that I was crushing on on the side. That would just make things complicated and awkward. So if I'm not introducing you to someone, that's the issue. I don't, if I'm like willingly inviting you places with my guy friends, you should be like, okay, this is cool. We're good. Also, I'm just not a good liar in itself. So that's just asking for trouble. (laughs) That'd be, that would be a toxic zone. 
If your significant other is keeping you away from these friends, that could be when a red flag waves in the distance. It's coming closer and closer and you better see it. Like that's, that's when you know. I have a group of guy friends personally who are like my older brothers. Literally my older brothers. They're like in their 30s. One of them stitched up my stab wound on the side of my butt this past November. And another one has hooked up with multiple of my friends. Multiple. I'm pretty sure he hooked up with multiple of them in the same night at one point. I would never touch them. Never. Uh, Nope, 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 nope. And if I was willing to, they wouldn't be with my friends because I wouldn't want that to be a thing. So the fact that they have been with my friends should just show you I would never touch them. And therefore, I have brought guys either I'm talking to or that I was officially dating around them so that they can test them out for me. That's one of the best things about having a friend of the opposite sex, you can tell a lot about a person based on how they act around your friends, especially around your friends of the opposite sex. I have per- I would look for someone who's going to vibe with the boys as if they were his own boys, not someone who's going to be super jealous the whole time and not someone who's in a bad mood or that's going to be like, why do you need to be friends with them? You can't tell me who I can or cannot be friends with if I'm not doing anything wrong. So I think having platonic friendships are important. They're able to watch out for you and more so can see what you can't when it comes to people you're dating. We all have that blinding factor on when we're dating someone. You definitely can't listen to everything that your friends say. I don't think you should because they also have that jealousy factor. But you have to take it with a grain of salt. But then again, when your friends do like the person you're dating, it makes life easier and more comfortable. That's how I feel about it. It always makes me feel better knowing that the people I surround myself with on the daily approve and enjoy the company of the guy I'm spending new time with. I've had times where the guys are like, dude, no, like he's got to go. And guess what? They're right. 99% of the time, they are 100% right. Another benefit of platonic friends is that you can support each other in situations where, for example, A guy may have no idea what to do or say when his girl is getting mad at him for what he thinks isn't a big deal because, you know, that's always a thing. First off, never, ever, 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 ever tell a girl something isn't a big deal. She will freak out. Without a doubt, she will freak out on you. Being friends with guys means being used to getting shit for everything you do 24-7. Do you think... I can get away with posting a single picture of myself on Instagram without hearing some form of love hate from my guy friends because the answer is no. Hard no. They roast me harder than anyone, even more so than my siblings, which is saying a lot. They do simultaneously somehow, I don't know how they do it, they boost my confidence while also teaching me how to have the thickest skin known to man to take the brunt of these digs. And I give it right back to them. I, if they posted some kind of a selfie or something like that, oh my God, the shit I would give them, it's great. Honestly, the guys I date should thank them because I'm so used to their level of obscenity that when I'm seeing someone, I probably am one of the more relaxed and go with the flow girls that are out there. I already know what it feels like to be ignored by video games or how bad a male fart can smell. And definitely, oh my God, definitely what a blacked out night with the guys really looks like because I've seen it. I've seen it all. You guys are a mess, but it's fine. I'm prepared for all of your shenanigans, boys. Bring it on. Having that platonic bond also leads to the best wingman you've ever had in your life. 
I'm sure a guy will tell you the same. If their best girlfriend goes up to a girl they think is attractive at the bar and she's having a conversation with her and then brings her over to the group and introduces her to the guy in, that she's friends with who finds her attractive, this move is so much more likely to work than a guy going up to a random group of girls in the middle of the bar. The same can work for girls. Guys, if you don't ask your girlfriends to do this for you, you should. It works. I've had my guy friends go up to dudes for me countless times, and it works nearly perfectly. I swear. It's great. Once, my friend literally walked up to some guy I was making eye contact with and goes, have you met Julia? And just totally dipped out, and it worked. He smiled, shook my hand, talked to me, and I left with the digits. Like, easy. Another friend from a totally different friend group, he noticed I was eyeing up this guy. It was, I think it was like sometime last summer. He noticed I was eyeing up this guy and just goes, I've had enough of your shit. Let's just go to the bar. You're not going to go up to him. We're going to figure it out. He drives me to the bar next to this kid, buys three green tea shots. Okay. Cause that's like the only shot I will take. He nudges the guy I'm looking at who is directly next to me, hands him the shot, hands me my shot, looks at me, puts his shot in the air, says, cheers. We all cheers, take the shots. And then my friend just disappears into the darkness, <laughs> leaving me to talk to this guy. Guess what? It worked. I left with the digits again. Having this in with the dudes by letting your guys bro them up is perfect. It can also be better than having your best girl go in for you because... The guy sometimes thinks that your friend is the one flirting with him and then wants to talk to her because he can't have her after she's like, no, like, it's actually my friend over there. And then that that thing in your head that's like, I want what I can't have. He then wants her. That complicates things. But having the guy over there, like, he definitely doesn't want that. He, like, sees you and he's like, ooh, okay, I'll try it out. She must be pretty cool if she's, like, out with a night with the boys. If I ever have a guy I'm seeing get jealous of the guys in my life, I literally tell them that I'm the friend that all of my guy friends ask to hook up, hook them up with my friends because it's true. I'm basically that middleman for them because in their eyes, I'm a bro and they wouldn't want me any more than I'd want them. But my friends, my friends are fair game. I don't have ugly friends, so this is understandable. I get it, guys. Like, all my guy friends out there, like I under, I know, I know they're beautiful. All my besties are beautiful, but I'm really sorry. Most of them are taken too. So please take that into account when you're hitting me up to hit my girls up for you. You're going to have to figure something else out. There's still, there's pretty great ones out there still. I also see it just like, look at it like Haley and Lucas in One Tree Hill. If you haven't seen One Tree Hill, you should. They're nothing more than friends and support each other when they have the tough times. But throughout the whole show, Haley stays with Nathan and Lucas finds his own way throughout it. He never attempts to court Haley. He just lets it be. He doesn't like Nathan in the beginning, but guess what? He cares about Haley as a friend and he lets her do her thing. If you make a big deal about it, you're going to end up hurting yourself. There are definitely circumstances where it's okay to speak up and say you're not comfortable with your person being friends with someone if there's a reason behind it, more so than you just feel threatened by their relationship. There needs to be some kind of concrete tea to go with your reasoning because otherwise that person's going to be like, excuse me, sir or ma'am, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to live my life. And if you're going to be this controlling, that's toxic and I don't want that. So beware. To sum it all up, I think 
everyone should have those platonic relationships. They're good for social development. They can help you and you connect with the opposite sex even better when you do find the person you want to date because it's not as nerve wracking as it might be if you didn't have any experience previously. Imagine like just go back that very first time you were talking to a boy when you were in middle school or elementary school or high school or college or after college, whenever it is that very first time you're talking to this boy you like and you're all tongue tied and twisted because you don't know what to say because you just don't have the experience. If you're friends with a bunch of guys, you should be crystal clear. You, even if you're word vomiting at this point, it's going to be some kind of funny word vomit that you've picked up on. So you're going to be okay. I promise. Thanks for hanging out with me again this week. Life is so just mediocre with everything going on. I'm really trying to juice it up for myself while staying safe. If you have any ideas or movie recommendations for me, let me know. I finally finished up this class I was taking, so now I have some more free time on my hands. Don't forget to follow my Instagram, who underscore hurt you, or my personal Instagram, juliac13. Have a fabulous weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. (music) Thank <music> you.